Only one team was playing, playing with the spirit of the game. That's all I can say. Yeah. Oh, that's out. It's got to be plum. Absolutely plum. And the quicker delivery, slightly quicker on that occasion. This is a story of self-destructive man. This is a story of cricketer who sometimes carries the burden of his team alone but sometimes he himself becomes the reason of destruction for his team. Sometimes. He was a champion but who was he? He was Andrew Simons. His team lovingly called him Simo. A soldier of Australian cricket team who ruined himself by his mistakes. Or say that Ricky Ponting left him alone. Bit controversial right? So glued to yourself with the art battles cause today we'll go to Sydney to find out what happened in Sydney. Our top two cricket teams caught fire change the entire scenario of that series. A team India which become CV series winner become ICC test number one team become a World Cup winner which played in the spirit of the game. Secondly, Australia got into trouble with its cricket team. So let's jump it right now. Ponting turned a group of professionals into pack of wild dogs and that's what Peter Robick said. A pack of wild dogs. He said that Punter should be dismissed from the post of captain of the Australian cricket team. If Cricket Australia cares about the poor reputation of our national team in our national sport. And no one should tolerate even for a moment the arrogant and disrespectful conduct witnessed by the captain and his senior boys. Over the past few days beyond comparison, it was the ugliest performance put by an Australian side for 20 years. Yes, that's what Peter Robick said. A senior journalist and former cricketer said that Ricky Ponting converted the whole team to the pack of wild dogs. So what happened in Sydney? Why did the Australian team strategy overshadow its own team there? Let's turn our time machine and go to 2008. Well, that tour began with a four-test series followed by a T20I and then the Commonwealth Tri-Series tournament involving India, Sri Lanka and Australia. Well, first test match is an MCG. MCG is the same ground, by the way, where we recently saw Virat Kohli inning against Pakistan. Jeez, what an inning it was. In front of 80,000 cricket fans, amazing. Anyway, so India lost the first test match at MCG by 337 runs. And then the Sydney saga happened. Our team went to Sydney to play its second test match and here we can say that entire focus was on only on two players, Harbhajan and Simons. India played brilliantly from day one. Sachin scored a brilliant 154 runs in the first innings. But you know, Australia came to bat first, okay? In that particular match. RP Singh cleaned bowl Jackers on the first ball. Just note down these two umpires now, Mark Benson and Steve Buckner, and the mistakes they made. Well, in short, 11 mistakes, and some reports say that 8 out of 11 mistakes are to favour Australia. Count first. Ricky Ponting at 17 was declared not out by Mark Benson after attempting a leg glance of his bats against Saurav Ganguly. And he edged it back to wicketkeeper MS Dhoni at that point of a time, but Mr. Benson turned down the appeal. And from there, Ponting then went on to score 55 runs. This was a nick down the leg side. We clearly heard it and uh, the replays and Snickle suggested that there was a clear nick. This was the first of them that they got wrong. Ponting was on 17 at the time. And then came the Steve Buckner, West Indies umpire. Simons attempted to push outside after the bowling of Ishan Sharma. 
but managed to edge the ball to Dhoni and everyone appealed for caught behind and again that caught behind was turned down by Buckner and from there Simons went on to score 162 runs for that behind of an enthusiastic Ishan Sharma who was fairly certain most people in the stands heard the nick and once again the snicko and all the audio that we heard there suggested that he definitely got a nick Simons was on 30 at the time Jeez, it was hilarious and then the noble happened Wasim Jafar got bowled by a yorker from Bretley that he plays indicate that Lee's front foot was near the outside of the crease suggesting it could have been a no ball however the evidence was inconclusive they can easily refer to the third umpire but why will they absolute jaffa of a delivery the only thing in question was Bretley's foot over the line if you have a look at that a second time well a lot of people suggesting that perhaps that was a no ball that deal mark benson and steve buckner so again saurav ganguly was declared out by mark benson the tv footage didn't provide a clear answer on whether the action was correct or not but the way it was announced has caused some controversy ganguly nicked the ball to slip where michael clock caught it and it his teammates immediately celebrated however umpire benson seems to be unsure if the catch was clean or not so instead of using the third umpire what he did he asked captain to keep pointing for confirmation jeez that, that sounds crazy i'm sure umpires were not taking that international uh, match seriously he's asking the captain did he catch it and then he says yes well why don't you ask the batsman then why is it that a fielder's word has to be believed and not the batsman here is a man who did not walk when he was 14 got down the leg side so why should his word be taken that he had taken uh, he or his fielder had taken the catch i believe i was just 5 or 6 year old at that point of time and i remember i was watching star sports around 11 in the morning and the game was live and that time and i saw some arguments between harbhajan and simons on the third day since i have always been a sports fan so i always look forward to the evening sports shows just to know what the news was so i saw in the news that harbhajan was called by mike proctor the referee after the end of the fourth day and suddenly the news came that harbhajan has been banned by icc for three test matches for making racial remarks against andrew simons and the alleged racist word was monkey but it is interesting fact by the way those trailins and harbhajan have had a quite a steamy relationship back in 98 harbhajan daunted ponting after dismissing him which led to a heating exchange of words right in each other faces as a result both of them had their match fees deducted during the historic 2001 tour of india Harbhajan made history by achieving a hat-trick against Australia and taking two 10-wicket hauls. Ponting struggled during the series and only managed to score 17 runs. And Harbhajan dismissed him in all of his five innings. Even in 2007-8 tour, Harbhajan confidently claimed that he had figured out Ponting, citing the fact that he had dismissed him six times in the last seven tests. He even got Ponting out three times in the first four innings of the Australian tour. Anyways, so let's talk about the hearing with Mike Proctor. The hearing for the incident was originally planned to take place at the conclusion of the fourth day play but it got delayed until after the match due to concerns that it might disturb or distract the players Mike Proctor who was assigned to preside over the case mentioned that umpires hadn't heard anything regarding that allegations on the evening following the end of the fifth day Proctor after hearing the testimonies of Hayden Simons Ponting Gilchrist and Dulkan Harbhajan announced that Harbhajan not face a three match ban His final report included the statement I believe one group is telling the truth Proctor didn't mentioned 
but he indicated that Tendulkar and Harbhajan were being dishonest in their statement, while the Australian team was being truthful. <laughs> and the, and then you know what? And then the storm came. Actually, more than the storm, because after that statement from the court, the Indian team announced on January 7 that they would hold their tour until the appeal against Harbhajan three-match ban was resolved. So, instead of continuing to Canberra, the team got off their tour bus and stayed in Sydney. After waiting for several hours, the BCCI issued a statement expressing their intention to challenge the action to suspend Harbhajan Singh ban. Even Sachin Tendulkar allegedly messaged Pawar, suggesting that they only play in Perth if the ban was lifted. And Australian all-rounder Andrew Simons and the subsequent hearing by the ICC match referee and his conclusions are, to say the least, distressing. The Indian board does not accept the findings of the match referee and has decided to challenge the unfair decision to suspend Harbhajan Singh as it deems it patently unfair. The board will appeal to the ICC to review the decision of the match referee and suspend its operations till the appeal is disposed of. The Indian board realizes the game of cricket is paramount, but so too is the honor of the Indian team and for that matter, every Indian. And when the ICC CEO came to know Malcolm Speed about the whole situation, he revealed that Commissioner will be designated soon to preside over the appeal, which may occur before the third test match in Perth on January 16th. Additionally, the ICC had assigned Chief Referee Ranjan Madhugali to mediate between Ponting and Kumble in order to elevate tensions between the two teams. And then the ICC announced that Harbhajan appeal would be heard after the third test, allowing him to play until then. Judge John Hansen from the New Zealand High Court would oversee the appeal. BCCI President Sharad Pawar confirmed that the tour would not be cancelled even the appeal was unsuccessful. Eventually, Harbhajan didn't play in that particular third test match. You know, in Perth, which usually considered as a place-friendly pitch, so we move with just one spinner, that's skipper Anil Kumble. That's it, only one spinner. Oh, by the way, there will be more one thing happen. ICC removes Steve Buckner. Despite before the two both teams made clear that there will be no change or actions against umpires, but ICC dropped Buckner from the test match and Billy Borden took that stride for the test match. And the good news came. After the appeal hearing in Adelaide, ICC Appeals Commissioner Judge Johan Hansen concluded that there was not enough evidence to prove the racism charge against Harbhajan Singh. Consequently, Harbhajan 3 test match ban was lifted. However, he was still fined 50% of his match fee for the lesser offence of using abusive language and that was in level 2.8 offence. Hansen's action was based on the fact that there was an insufficient evidence to support the allegations. He was particularly concerned about the origin of the altercation between Harbhajan and Simons, which stemmed from Simons' anger over Harbhajan patting Lee on the backside as a gesture of appreciation for a good delivery. Simons was unable to definitely confirm whether Harbhajan used the word monkey or not. He also acknowledged that language used did not meet the requirement for a level 3.3 offence. Simons further admitted that it was a possible that Harbhajan used an offensive Hindi term, that is, we know that we are Indians, right? That Teri, dot, dot, dot. But he couldn't confirm if we had heard it or not. But here's an interesting fact, right? After the hearing ended, Bhaji got relieved from the code when Sachin Bhaji Kumble was going and waiting for the left outside. If we look at the media reports, coincidentally, Australian player also came and had a milled altercation with Indian players, where the Australian player said that we will beat India in the CB series and blah blah blah. Anyways, and in the press conference, Pantariki Ponting said that we do not need any best of three finals. We will win their first two games easily with 2-0 lead. Really, no more was needed as India won the CB series with 2-0 up. And he's all down. It's it. The Commonwealth Bank Series goes to India. They've beaten Australia in the first two finals.
and won the first triangular competition in Australia ever. So what happened to Simo then? Well, that scandal led to a strained relationship with his teammates and affected his standing within the Australian cricket team. He faced disciplinary actions and was dropped from the national squad on multiple occasions. Excessive drinking, his form deteriorated and he struggled to regain the confidence and focus required to excel at the highest level. The scandal had not only damaged his reputation but also eroded his self-belief, making it increasingly difficult for him to perform at his best. Yeah, and that's all about Simo. Yes, he got a call from Deccan Charges after that from IPL, but he knows what he was going through. He was a rock star, he was more courageous, but the uncontrolled one. He died at the age of 46 in a car accident and all about him. So, this was the story of Monkey Gate controversy. Thank you for listening. And for many more stories like this, glued to yourself with Yard Battles.